Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fire Escape. Hey y'all. Roll. We are two dudes from Alabama and a Welsh Londoner. Talking transatlanticism, telling stories and whinging about life in the big city. I haven't done that intro in a little while. That's true, we haven't. Yeah, we well, have not. It's uh, still been true. Probably, it's been true whether still, or not we've done it. I still wonder whether we need to adapt it now because I'm never in New York. That's true. I'm, li- I'm likely to never be in New York ever again. You are so, in London um, right now, which is a big but I, city. But I, but I, however, am in London, so yeah. yeah I'm, fulfilling my, I'm fulfilling my, my Londony Welshy credentials there. Wins and about life a big, in the big it, smoke. And it is a big city. It is a big city. Uh, we should, I'll tell we you should... what, I'm going to do, do a bit of active London-New York comparisons. Like Having been back in London for a few days now. I was actually, the month, obviously the month I had in New York City recently, I was mostly lying on the floor. And um, shuttling between doctors, but I, uh, I definitely, I was just like the infrastructure in New York at the moment. It's really fucked. <laughs> like, you oh, know, yes. I, I had a you couple betcha. of moments of trying to like get around on the subway, and the subway on the weekends is obviously hilariously bad. It has been for many years, but in my limited month there this time, I was like, wow, it's like worse than I can ever remember. I just thought, and I was like, you know, it's fucking like holes in the road, and the, there's a. New York City felt like a building site when I was there. Yeah. Just like a sort of like, and a lot of the buildings doesn't even seem to be getting finished or there's just shit going up everywhere. Weird tower blocks and apartment buildings in strange places, but the rest of the city is falling apart. So it just it seemed like a weird, it's like a weird dichotomy. Do you know what I mean? Like all this big development, and but like the fucking tube doesn't work. Yeah. And it, and there's like holes in the road and it's just like it was does, weird. But you, it, you know you don't notice these things when you unless you kind of go away and come back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You just get used to yeah. it when you end somewhere. It feels like it's over capacity. Like which is a weird thing to say for a place that has so many people. But it does feel like <clears throat> there's just more and more and more and more people constantly. And well, like, the over, city just yeah. cannot keep up. Or in it's the like, building but, and stuff yeah. too. Yeah. But it's like over the capacity for the infrastructure as it currently stands. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Like every, totally. every piece of the infrastructure is scrambling to try to catch up, which makes it even feel more. It also, uh, this is the extra stress test because, like, it's the holiday season and yeah. everybody's here right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, actually, it... no, I am in Alabama right now because this is oh, December yeah. 26th. And True. It's. We're not, I'm not here. We didn't pre-record yeah. this. No, no. We would, uh, we would never do anything stupid. like that. What if breaking news not. happened? We didn't know. Hope everybody thing. enjoyed their Christmas yesterday. I got all types of toys and trinkets and, you know, little Candies. wooden trains and all that stuff. Oranges with peppermint sticks. Well, what'd you get? We, <laughs> we, we never pre-recorded a show, so I would, of course, really easily be able to talk about all the gifts that I got on yeah, Christmas yeah. Day yesterday. But we're not great. Do we that, don't want to that's make too everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the people that didn't get a lot of gifts? We don't yeah. want to make exactly. them feel bad. Do they even we know it's Christmas put, time? I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Do they know it's Christmas time? How old do you know that song? Of course, I know that song. Yeah, that, that's well, very. It, is, it is English, isn't yeah. it? It's a British tune. Uh, so, yeah. Someone, uh, my coworker, was saying that that's like. One of the, you know, that's like the British version of "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Like that's uh, there. Got it. You know, it, it's on all the time. It's a shame, dude. It I is. always really loved that song, and then Coulter like made me like go through all the lyrics the other day. It is horrible, horrible. Is it um 
Horrible in what way? It is in the uh, in the way that it's just like assumes everybody in Africa is poor and starving that they actually just don't have water, and that the fact that it's not going to snow on Christmas time is a big deal. Like, yeah, it's probably also not going to snow in Australia on Christmas time because it's summer. Yep. <laughs> because because it's not winter there. But also, we're talking about uh, a continent. Like it's it, an entire it continent. Might in like Kilimanjaro. Sure, on top of the mountains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like also at Christmas time. In the southern hemisphere, the only place it's probably snowing is like wherever the very bottom part, uh, yeah. you know, like the <laughs> Patagonia. Like yeah. it, it might snow there, but that's just because it's very far south. Yeah, but also there's is a it, lot. Are we, are we are we saying that where it's nothing it's, never it's a pr- grows, it's no a rain or rivers flow. No, nope. nothing ever grows. No rain or rivers flow. But that's just not true. I've the, been to Africa, and there are rivers. What does it say? The only water. The only waters flowing are the are bitter the stream of tears. tears. Yep. And then it says, you should just thank, thank God that it's thank God them that and it's not them you. Instead of you. <laughs> oh, to boy. not thank God it's them instead of you. Uh, like, what? I don't... It's tough. Maybe that means a different... Maybe that phrase has different meaning in, in the UK. I don't think so. I, I think know. it just means like... Be, see, how? I think it's like a, a tone deaf count your blessings. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the idea. I think the idea yeah. is count your blessings, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't that the idea? Yeah, definitely um, the idea. I think also, to be fair to this song, it was written at the height of a famine in Ethiopia, and that was the point of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that... Uh, I like think a it's really a pr- it's, it's crushing, the, crushing famine. I think that, too, is the... And uh, drought. Um, drought, yeah. Not the problem... or not, not. It's not a problem or anything like that. It, it's a... Or it is a problem, but it's like, in retrospect, it was about a very specific thing... But the problem is, they say there won't be snow in Africa this uh-huh. Christmas time. So it's just like it's. It, but it's also we have to look at it through the lens of like there was kind of a you know treating. Or not, they, it was very well intentioned. It, it wasn't intentioned to oh, be sure. like yeah, all yeah. of Africa is the same. That's why I'm like I'm not saying that like. But it's everybody a in the 80s song. believed. It's just a little toned yeah, everybody just in the. Little... It's just like a I guess a an uh, illustration of how. In the 80s, it was just like, Africa is one big place that's all the same. Yep. It was like, <laughs> basically. Yep. If you're African, you're sad and poor. Yeah. That's you think, it. You yes. think so? I'm not, I'm not sure, guys. I'm not sure if I buy that. You don't think honest. so? Listen, listen no, to I it again. So. Look at the lyrics. I know, I, I've got the lyrics it's, in front of me. I know brutal. what you mean. I think, I think it's very easy to take that perspective like in retrospect and say, they're obviously just making a wide-ranging generalization on the basis of their Western ignorance, but I'm, yes. I'm just not entirely convinced that's definitely the case. Um, but, oh, yeah, you I'm know, a, they also I... say there's a world outside your window and it's a world of dread of fear. I mean, that's also really, really a massive generalization. Obviously, the rest of the world is not entirely about dread and fear outside of your window, like yeah. little English person. I mean, that's also a massive generalization. But I think the inference at the time was clearly about this drought and famine going on in Ethiopia and yeah, you know, and, and it's a bit tricky, a lot bit tricky and a, bit, a bit, bit tricky in a pop song to do sort of a massive piece of sort of like post-structuralist commentary on the nature of the uh, sort of Western approach to Africa. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I don't get, I don't get on very well with this like, sort of like retrospective. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. I know what you mean, but I just, it just, it doesn't feel quite as straight up as that. Well, I'm yeah, not. It, I'm me. just saying it, it, it is. It is looking at it retrospectively because I don't think they were. Like, I mean, that, they said, it is a silly we lyric. Write a side, we should write a song about everyone in Africa being poor. Like that's certainly not what they did. They were like, oh, yeah. we, we should try I to mean, call we should do this, this thing so that we can raise money. I think to they just did it badly. Yeah. It's almost like the, yeah, the John exactly. Lennon thing. It's like he wasn't trying. Remember when we talked about yeah. the woman is the in world in word of the world or whatever. Yeah, like he wasn't trying to be like he clearly was had like decent intentions. He just didn't really. He didn't sit it. down and go, "I'm going to write a racist song today." Yeah, <laughs> like or Yoko same, Ono same didn't do one. that I either. Just, like after looking at those lyrics, I was like, "Oh boy, this is not." I don't think what they intended it to be. It's, it came off pretty bad. It's sometimes harder to, I think, write something. Uh, I think it's actually harder to, and you know, I also don't think that they should be. You know, I I, I get where you're coming from, Hal. It's like. I, I definitely think that, but I, I, I also think that you can you can w- look at something and uh, appreciate what the intention was and what their and what the goal was. You know, they were the song was about just raising money. It wasn't like a profit, like yeah. you know. 
Yeah, like, for example, like, the, the line is, there won't be snow in Africa in Christmas. Well, obviously, I mean, in many respects, that's a silly line. But also, you could say that they're seeing it from the perspective that, like, it's nice to have snow. You know, I mean, that's obviously slightly silly in itself, but it's also not necessarily being like, oh, my God, Africa is terrible because they're not going to have snow like we no, have it's here. Just, it, that, you know what I mean? It's just kind of <laughs> dumb. That's all it is. It's yeah, just no, like that, a little... one, that one's just a silly one to me. Yeah. Not Not in, like, a bad way, just in, like, a... Uh, in the same way that all Christmas, uh, n- you know, all like Western civilization, Northern Hemisphere Christmas uh, yeah. songs are just like, yeah, you know, uh, oh, what's like, you know, Christmas like, and I wonder what you know they do in, well, for Christmas in Australia. It's like they go to the beach because that's what you do. It's summertime. Yeah, but we, you know, but it's like what we were saying at the end of the last episode, which is like when someone extends their, you know, their facil- felicitations towards you for their mm-hmm. particular festival doesn't mean that it's got anything to do with you it's just they're like i'm opening up my celebration to you right yeah so i'm I'm down with that do you know do you know what i mean it's like saying of course i mean you could literally just say well i mean they probably if they're not christian let's say they probably don't celebrate christmas in large ways of africa because maybe they have an entirely different belief structure so there's no need for them to know that it's christmas time at all in that respect you know yeah but but i I suspect they are specifically talking about ethiopia though which is a pretty yeah uh, yeah but that is a christian that is a but that is a christian country yeah but i'm just extending it out into like you know how broadly you can take it with the africa thing you know oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like, but i think the i think the implication <laughs> is more that like christmas is a really lovely time of giving and, and caring for other people and you know generosity and and if we and they don't know that it's that time you know <laughs> i mean the more you try and pull it apart i think the more it's like the more the further away you get from the instinct and that's kind of i think what that's almost partly where i go i find myself just like falling asleep with those sort of like so, a lot of those those comments. I just think it's funny because I've never seen any like I have that that song somehow has flown under the radar as far as like Christmas songs that like when people you know because there's all this stuff about uh, baby it's cold outside oh, yeah. and like that's been a big topic oh yes I've read about that, that. no that's one's amazing. ever talked about this song and I'm just like oh man this one's been really flying under the radar like do they know like even when you put it in this specific context of they're mainly talking about Ethiopia it's like do they know it's Christmas time at all I'm like yes yeah yeah yes, ethiopia very famously like, you know mostly christian, christian. Oh, <laughs> guys what, no, that's just that's just fucking bullshit because the reason they're seeing that is because people were dying like it's like because people were dying of fucking hunger and drought that's what that's about that's going yes. they might not even be where it's christmas because they're fucking dying of hunger and drought that's what that lyric's about like you know, so the fact that they're Christian, but poor people, but poor people know what up. time of the year it is. Poor people know yeah. what days are. Yeah, of course they do, mate. But that's not what I say. But when you're maybe, <laughs> but when you're like, but when you're like lying down and you can hardly fucking think or breathe because you're dying of hunger, maybe you don't know what fucking day it is. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, that's where it's coming because, like, sure. if you want to watch the video for that song or if you want to look at the specifics of that Ethiopian famine, that's what was rolling out. So I don't think it's making any sort of like silly when, comment when was about this? Like the not, late 80s or something. Time of day of year it is. I think it was about the extremity of the situation. Was this you know? the late 80s? Yeah. yeah. Or the early 80s I think it might or be early 80s. Yeah. You know. Well, all I'm saying well I I listen, I'm I for really, one struck, I'm, I'm glad struck, you're defending struck, it because yeah, I, I do like that song. I like it too. And I never once paid attention to the lyrics. The lyrics were pointed out to me and I was just like, "Oh man." I just think it's I funny. I don't like it. I don't like those lyrics. They they yeah. they they bum me out in a way that like is just like oh this is not super well thought out. I think yeah, I think the lyrics. I mean I just I don't I do I just I struggled with that position. So That's in the okay. same way I struggled with the baby the, you're cold outside. So, so I do different. agree with you on that. I think I've I've done a lot of thinking about that song too, and I'm like. There's a so the con- culturally contextualized baby it's cold outside a lot of the lyrics that people have problems with actually meant something different back in like yeah. the 40s. Like, yeah, yeah, That's exactly what's in this my drink? point. What's in this drink was like, I, there, I saw some like explanation for it. It's like, not like, did you drug my drink was yeah. a, an explanation for when you are doing something embarrassing and you're like, oh, what's in this drink? Like, yeah. as in, I, I drank too much or something yeah. like that. Like, you, like, you, like you, it's a way to say that with a whiskey. Yourself. Like, it's just yeah. such, it's like, it's such fucking horseshit, but, that whole thing it's like a nonsense it's like internet internet outrage about nothing i mean that song oh, yeah. was written by that song was written by a husband and wife 
team. Yeah. Yep. No. Where, on, where, on, where, for... where do you want to take that analysis? You're going to read some sort of like mind reading bollocks into the nature of their marriage that they're somehow transporting some sort of abusive content. I mean, it's just fucking no. On, on with, with that song, I because me and Brandy talked about it the other day, and because because now there's a ton of versions of like dudes singing the woman part and fem- women singing the dude part, and like, and 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 it's that's what it took for me. I watched that and I was like, well, I don't f- like this. Doesn't feel like anything to me like watching mm-hmm. the the roles being being reversed like in no way affected the song which is then i was like oh i think this might not be a problem mm-hmm. because I, this the song just was still the exact same song to me it didn't matter that the dude was trying to convince the girl to stay or the girl was trying to convince the dude to stay it's clearly like a tongue-in-cheeky they both like each other they're just being flirty and also the implicate like all of the you know her quote-unquote resist like that's the big thing is like her quote-unquote resistant like language but it's like that is that was the time like you also got to realize this is written in the 40s where like it it's it has like there's there's sexist undertones in a different way where there was an expectation of women to do that like even though they weren't didn't actually want to they just had to pretend you know like because like the whole like oh no i don't want to do this like Because, like, they, in order, like, that's, like, it's a lot of a respectability type stuff. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I am, I am with you on that one for sure, Hal. I, I, I think the intent is her resisting as much as, like, I do when someone is just like, oh, do you want this last piece of pizza? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, man, I'm really full right now. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really want it. Uh, anybody else want it? Anybody? No, no. I mean, I, I don't want it to go to waste. Yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not happy about it. I'm just, but. I'm just far more into, I mean, it's clearly like absolute, like a load of fucking nonsense, but like, it's, um, it's just like throw that whole debate in the bath. You know, like what's far more interesting to me is like, why are people even having this debate in the first place? You know, not even just—it's like this sort of like weird retrospective, like like cultural muckraking. Just seems completely bananas. I just well, can't I get think, my head around it. I, I struggle with it. I'm just like, like just write your own fucking song. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just sort yeah. of like. Well, I think it's just <laughs> give me a break. I think that. Well, I say at least my give, it, give us all a break. You know? Is is I think people are like if if there is a, like you know take the the like grandstanding on the internet out um of the equation like then there's not is there anything left i'm not well, sure if there is if you take the grandstanding of the well, internet so this, out, this is my my opinion on those things are like i try to think about that because there's been a few things that like i have thought my whole life because i was never like challenged to think differently about like a uh, perfect example is like monica Lewinsky, right like i was like most of us were raised to believe she was a bad person and she should be ashamed homewrecker uh, yeah and then, but like the truth of it is, like as an as an, a grown person, because like you know that was all going on when I was in like what fourth grade or something, third grade, I don't know. Um, was that like oh she just got like she was a nineteen year old girl who got taken advantage of by the president of the United States? So I I'm like okay, like I don't want to be I want to do that as little as possible in my life. Like I want to understand if it's there's something that I'm enjoying or partaking in. I want to know like exactly what it is that I'm partaking in. And I think that's like some of why people look back on that like retrospective thing. I think a lot of it is like But 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 why? But I don't get it. I don't get it. Like are you not going to look at a Caravaggio in the National Gallery, let's say, which is Caravaggio uh-huh. like murdered murdered people. You're not yeah, going to look yeah, at his yeah. picture? Uh uh no. I I think I'll just have I, I think I would I would look at it just the same. Uh I would just like to have an informed opinion on like the way I feel about it personally, you know what I mean? Like just to to know what it is. Well, no, and those are kind of different different things than the like the Monica Lewinsky thing is like an opinion on the person, like on an event, on a series of events, yeah. and how they transpired, and who the guilty party is that is completely, you know turned around like upon yeah. further inspection as opposed to like an art form separating the art from the artist type of thing i mean i think that like uh there is a it, it also depends thing- on what the art is like it makes it like bill cosby's actions make it a little harder to watch the cosby show because of what the cosby show was trying to say yeah um like if caravaggio was pay- was you know making art about not murdering people whilst murdering people that would that would change the way you interpret it uh, a good bit, 
and it also changes the way you know we have a tendency to like idolize or you know idealize certain you know auteurs and whatnot uh I guess what I'm so fascinated by is the is the inference is seems to be that there's there is a position of moral purity which must be maintained about the experience of art, and that for me that is not what the experience of art is about for me. Like that, I'm. Uh, I, think I think the there's more gray the areas than that. No, 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 I don't know, man. I feel so like I'm the instinct behind. Two I think the instinct behind so many of these debates feels about a, a sort of moral positioning. About and and the, but that moral positioning is about saying I say this cannot be allowed to be experienced because I find it immoral. And I find that incredibly odd because I take the position oh, of being like, yeah. like I, I take the I take the position rather of going I'm interested, right? You mm-hmm. know, and whether the fact that someone's done something really horrific that doesn't change the fact that I think that someone's done something horrific. It's horrific, yeah. but that doesn't mean that in a weird sort of way for me sometimes. I then find the uh, the artwork or the creative thing even more interesting because I'm like, wow, someone who's that horrific has managed to make something that beautiful or entertaining or joyful. I don't, I mean, that just makes it more challenging and peculiar to me. That doesn't mean I celebrate it more necessarily. It just makes it more. It just makes me. It makes me think human beings and human nature are, is wildly complicated and strange, and well, that's one of the most I precious things yeah, to be encountered in an art. You know. No, I but I think, I think, but I think, but I think, well, a lot, but I think, well, a lot of what's going on in a lot of these outrage debates is the position that, like, you cannot like enjoy these things because of that stuff, or you know, it's the whole nation of that idea of problematic. It's a problem. Like, it's not a problem actually. Like, yeah. I don't think well, it's a problem. I, I would interject with that, or I, I would disagree with that to a little extent. Like, I don't think that you cannot enjoy something, but I definitely think that. Having a bigger picture, I think I think it's more gray than either completely separate the art from the artist, or that it makes it that it's still you know fine or whatever. And I also don't think that the stance of like, well, you just have we just can't enjoy that. We have to like strike this from the record entirely. Um, I think that it kind of exists in gray area, and it's also a case by case type thing. Like I was saying, like I think that. You know the nature of like what the Cosby Show was doing mm-hmm. is changed by the fact that Bill Cosby was doing what he's doing. It, it, it makes it hard. It doesn't make it not an important show. It doesn't make it not an important show. Uh, you know, an important thing to see. How ha- you know, for a representation for black families on television uh, in a certain way, uh, it definitely write, changes the write? way. I, I I just me personally it makes me just be like i don't i don't really want to watch it not because like i think that it should be gone it's because oh this makes me feel weird mm-hmm. wa- like watching like watching this would make me feel very yeah. weird yeah like, and you see i know what you mean by that i mean i mean one i'm interested whether he actually wrote all the episodes of the cosby show but second but secondly fuck bill cosby <laughs> yeah. but like well, thirdly, but Third, but thirdly, that actually make that weirdness for me makes me feel more interested about watching it because that makes it becomes more fascinating to me. So my my question on that thing is then, do you not? Because uh, then it comes, like, especially like the Cosby Show is a good example of it. Uh, is like you then are questioning the authenticity of the work, and if like if it, if it's just uh, like if you don't like if I'm not going to watch the Cosby Show because I used to like it as a kid. And everything that he stood for, and all the stuff that he was like doing publicly, was like was really important. And, and it made me feel the reason why I liked the Cosby Show not because it was some great art, but because no. it made me feel good. Like yeah. Yeah, I liked laughing at it. I thought it was funny, sure. and like every people related to it. And so it fundamentally, ch- if you've never watched it, maybe you could go watch it and have this yeah. idea of like, <laughs> oh, you know, how could he make this at the same time? But me. It just kind of ruins the like the experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I know exactly what you mean. I it's mean, like just, I just learning that your also, dad was cheating I'm on not, your mom your whole life, and like yeah. just finding that out thirty right. years oh, later. That and you're changes your like, oh, relationship. Yeah, whole relationship. You're, you're, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to tune into it for the same reasons. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, but it might be have an added weird sort of almost like anthropological fascination for like in that respect. Sure. I mean, it certainly is to me. You know. Um, but I'm not don't find myself choosing to watch the Cosby show. But, you know, equally, I mean, like, you know, I think I have a broad uh, idea of feeling that, like, like art is fucking strange. Like where it comes from is people is mysterious and strange. Like it's extremely possible for any form of artist to explore really nasty, horrific things in an art form, which actually they're not like that at all. 
mm-hmm. you know yeah, um you know there are plenty of people who make slasher horror movies who do not go about killing people in a slasher horror movie style do you know what i mean like for example yeah. you know Bo as been really horrible example but i don't i mean a banal example i mean but i also myself really don't like watching slasher horror movies because I find them scary and they really freak me out. You know, I just choose not to watch them, yeah. um, but not out of any sort of like moral sense of outrage, really, just because I find it really unpleasant. You know, it just doesn't, it gives me nightmares. Like some sense, I'm a sensitive creature. But um, the, one of the other things that like that stems forth from that is the sort of is the artist, um, the art artist debate, and it's it's I think it's just almost impossible to have a firm a firm interpretive line about that. I don't know how it's possible to do that because partly because I think the imagination is so weird and it's perfectly possible as a writer to write horrible, evil characters and to try and investigate the nature of what that is without being a horrible, evil person. But also the same thing is true. You know, I think there are probably writers who are like really nasty individuals who have managed to write really good people, you know, and that's like a curious and strange, that's like a mysterious thing. Mm, And, you know, where that, you know, and just the nature of imagination itself, I think is, or, you know, I'd go so far as to think that's a matter of sort of soul or spirit and the breadth of what a human being has in the depths of them and how it's connected to other people, I think is extraordinarily broad. And I think there's a, I think one of my personal instincts about what's going on at the moment um, is that there's a lot of discomfort around that idea because it's a lot easier to say that there's a definitive line around. And this is where things like identity politics comes into it because, because what we have at the moment is a culture of a sort of branded idea of personality There's a sort of capitalized branded idea of identity, particularly in the States, but it's also, I think across Western culture where you are a series of like very, it's become encouraged. It's almost become a moral virtue to see yourself in these sort of like monolithic groups. And if that's a sort of, a sort of moral or a sort of, or if not just a moral, but a certainly a widely accepted position that that's the sort of natural way of seeing oneself, you start to see yourself in a very sort of boxed in simplistic way. And then the opposing idea that potentially you contain multitudes as Walt Whitman said, or huge potential varieties of imaginations and types. And also maybe within yourself, lots of unpleasant stuff that maybe a lot of people don't give room or space to, but artistically you might have room to investigate. The idea that that maybe is maybe not maybe who you are on your everyday basis or that potentially there are people who are who in their everyday basis are unpleasant, but also get to ex- have the potential to explore other aspects of themselves. That's very disruptive to the idea that we have in a contemporary fashion where everyone sort of is knocked into very simplistic sort of um, identity and cultural force, you know, because yeah. if you dismantle well, that idea, then suddenly you can be everything. But no one likes the idea of you being everything at the moment for all sorts I, of I think, rather peculiar reasons to me. See, I think you just you're giving a lot more, which I don't think is a bad thing. I just I probably differ from you on this. Like you give the the artist or creator person uh, a lot more leash to run with. Like you're giving them a lot more. Just uh, um, what's the word? I'm License. Yeah. Um, where like I'm, I'm saying simply like, I think sometimes people make bad stuff or like insensitive things because not because they're trying to explore some deep thing because like they just didn't think they, they did the opposite. They just like ducked right under the surface, like just enough to make the thing. And they just didn't think about it that much. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's but what, what, I, but what that's, do you mean when you say, I think but when you say not too. But when you say not thinking about it, do you mean? But what what well, are you saying? They're not thinking enough about. So are you that's saying what they're I not thinking about. They're not thinking enough about yours. It sounds to me like you're referring. They need to be thinking more about a certain quality of something. Yeah, I think if you're going to make a, a well, like I'm, I'm mostly just talking because I'm not one to like usually get big on the like cancel culture and like oh someone like I'm, I'm in general let the artwork stand by itself and the artist. But you know, there's a few personal things that I don't like about certain things, but. Like in this song we're talking about, uh, to me, the reason I don't like it and the reason it bothers me is it doesn't feel super well considered. There was like, we should write a song about these struggling people in Africa. Here's the base level. This is like the least we have to think about it lyrically to talk about these people. They're poor. They're hungry. They're tired. There's no water. Nothing ever grows. Like everything is just this boom, just straight slate of like, Everything sucks. It's sad. It's Christmas time. Like that's what I think is the problem with that song. Is like it. It, it wasn't very. It didn't. It doesn't feel very well considered to me as well, the consumer of that 
piece yeah, of but work. Yeah, but also, like, for example, in that particular piece of work, I think they cobbled it together in the space of about five days because there was a massive panic about trying to raise as much money for these incredibly sure. suffering yeah. people. I, Do you know I, what I mean? I totally I can believe that. And I think that just goes to serve the point that it wasn't super well considered, which is what I don't like about the song. You yeah, and like saying? when I do things but what, know, sloppily what, but what, and fast, or, or like don't don't like prepare well for something, I mess up on things. Yeah, and sometimes and they're kind like it doesn't. It's it's not like the it's not the end of the world, no, and it, there's I, not really I'm any not outrage about the song. For I'm just at looking I, at I the lyrics. I'm like, oh, that, wasn't super well considered. I guess that's where I fall in the middle on the thing. Is like I I don't think that everything you know i'm not into to cancel culture and everybody being like oh we just have to delete this thing but i do think that talking about mistakes and stuff like that is fine because there just are consequences say you play you know if alabama doesn't prepare well for the game this upcoming saturday because it's today is december 26th obviously and the game is on december 29th Mm -hmm. if they rush it and they only practice for five days they're going to lose and that is going to be a consequence of them not preparing well yeah so you know what I'm saying? Like I think there, there, there well, I don't are know. just I'm not consequences sure, but I don't under- to. I don't, under- to, I don't to understand things. the sport, but the sporting analogy does. I don't think works. How does that work for art? Everything you're suggesting there's everything you're suggesting works. there's a winning and a losing to be had about the writing of a song. No, I'm saying it's, there's con- there there are consequences to. So, I mean, well, like there there's every art isn't different than any other human endeavor. I mean, I, I don't think that because sports don't actually met. You know, like winning and losing is irrelevant just in the way that good art and bad art is irrelevant it's just it's just stuff good art and art good art and art sorry yeah. pete yeah <laughs> i forgot i forgot yeah but i guess, I guess this so is like... where I, this is where i guess i myself struggle a little bit because the inference seems to be that like there's the consequences being there's a sense of what is a consequence so like there are consequences to be had from the song that you're writing and the idea being there's some sort of real world sort of like moral like rollout seems to be what the influence there's a win a win or a loss a sort of there's again it seems to be coming down to this idea of sort of moral probity about the nature of the song which in terms of that there's a consequence to that ergo there's a potential problem and I, I i just find that entire position that being a sort of baseline judgment about a sort of creative work i find that really i find that tricky but the problem is the way most people digest art and digest culture isn't the way that you're thinking about it they're not actually emotional they're not they're they're also not and i'm I'm talking about like the way that in which things are pushed in different directions they're not actually you know the reason why there's people who are very hard on things or who are very hard in one direction or the other is because most of the most people just like accept things as they are and they're just like oh this is what it is and oh yeah, so, like, well, I, that's I, how... I, exactly. I feel. I, in fact, I, I was about to say the opposite. That's why I'm finding it so, so peculiar. I think that the position I'm voicing, maybe this is just a cultural difference, feels like far more of the sort of I don't know. Maybe it's a European quality. Like this is why I find so many of these debates really peculiar. I think a lot of them are, find them really strange to me. Is that they seem to me to be the voice of what I used to experience growing up, and when um, and like right wing publications in the UK used to be the ones who were sort of had that sort of who would be judging creative work on the basis of some form of sort of, you know, um, six loss or success on the basis of its sort of moral goodness or something like that, or, or it's sort of consequence and sort of, you know, sort of social culture that used to, whereas, you know, sort of the yeah. sort of liberal engagement, if you will, to use the big L word, or now we'd say progressive engagement was far more on the basis of a sort of, um, that the, the, the process of judgment on it, was more about sort of technique style content you know rather than a sense of that well i guess what i'm repeating well, myself now that idea sort of moral probity and so it's really intriguing to me that the sort of left if more generally culturally has taken up this sort of sort of that the, that's the prism that everything is so visibly seen through it is also a prism for me it is one of it is one of to an extent it is one of the prisms say again i was saying your play is about that to an extent i mean you know that is identity politics like oh yeah no absolutely not, a, not identity politics about yeah. what the play is oh, and- oh well Coulter, i would say merely this my friend you have not read it yet i have and not it read is, it uh, yeah and but i would say it certainly takes in that because it has to but i and I don't even see that play is a really good example for me is that I've written something, but, you know, I feel very peculiar about it because I don't recognize a lot of what I've written in myself, if yeah. you will. You see? Yeah. And and that, I think, is kind of my point, but, you know, that 
the imagination is gnarly and weird and strange and the sort of idea that you sort of can sort of box off or attribute what comes out of that into sort of easy well, sort of tick box i find deeply so difficult me, because it just doesn't feel like that to me it just feels wrong you know and so, so i guess one one or two, one or one of the other of us or in terms of that side of the debate people think you're deluded maybe but i think most creative writers particularly would be on my side is that what arises out of you is particularly it's weird you know well, let me let me ask you this though because what what it how how else do you judge whether a work is successful or not because that's not because that's something that I definitely believe in. Like creative work, typically it, it is a little black and white. Either it works, and that means the intended, um, the intended, you know, yeah, that's a good feeling. question. Like, what, how do you judge whether a, a creative thing worked or not? Because well, what I'm saying with the song, the song, in my opinion, by by looking at the lyrics, doesn't work. It's an unsuccessful piece of music. But but this one is tricky because the point was to raise money. So maybe in that way, if that was all they were trying to do, just raise money, not make a decent piece of music, then fine, it's successful in that way. As a creative, oh, I think that's. Piece, a, I, I definitely feel that's. I mean, it's not my favorite song ever, but I think that's a successful creative endeavor, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's got like a really cheesy, simple melody, which is an earworm. Uh-huh. You know, like, but that that kind of goes down to like some in terms of how I appreciate art. Let's say for me personally, I think it's like. Obviously, personal taste is so weird, isn't it, in that respect? But, I mean, something of, like, the soul of something, and I don't just mean soul music, but, like, you know, that there's something that feels... I think the finest stuff for me often feels like it's touching into something, or the most moving artworks for me feel like it's touching into something sort of fundamental and primal, you know, and, 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 and elemental. And that can take in nasty stuff as well as positive stuff, you know? But then also on top of that, in the same way that you can see someone, say, sing a song primarily and elementally and from the depth of their spirits, but they can have a terrible voice, <laughs> you know, yeah. then like, but then it can, then matters of like technique. And then also, I guess, probably form, you know, and um, things like structure and technique, you know, like, oh, maybe that makes me terribly old fashioned. I don't think it does. I think everyone kind of, you know, that's just like how something yeah. comes across well. Sure. You know, the ability to play a guitar solo well or whatever like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, I would say that, um, you know, it, ideas of where, what the, the, so if it's a story or a narrative, what sort of story is being told, whether it's told successfully, whether I'm bored or not, whether it's thrilling, you know. But one thing I don't really subscribe to is a sort of like, you know, I studied English literature, right? So I'm like, textual interpretation is one thing I spend a lot of time with. And, you know, everyone will disagree about what the nature of a certain text is. But I am a big believer in, like, the possible flexible interpretations of text, for one. Or like, I really like texts that have, like, a real breadth of interpretation. Mm. But I don't necessarily look for a sort of a moral force in a work of art as being at the top of my list i mean it can be really it can be a really forceful reason for why i like something but i can also um i think it is a really forceful reason why i often like some things but i don't think it's the only thing necessarily i mean this is a a massive it's a massive debate to be had yeah you know but like i will often i will like forgive other aspects you know if maybe some of those more like if something's really rough and wild and seems to have an extraordinary sort of primal quality to it maybe and has good form and technique but seems a bit weirdly dubious in other ways or strange i find it really difficult and challenging and maybe i don't want to spend much time with it but it doesn't make it bad or lesser or good i don't think to me yeah um, well at, at times you know not always but you know I, I try to give it as much space as possible and i think the reason i do i think is because i recognize just in myself that the process of writing or engaging with creative work is so weird and strange that I find it hard to define in the making of it. So I'm very, 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 very unwilling to get into some sort of position of interpretation about someone else's intent or, or, or into some form of like moral success or not, or, you know, about the nature of their work, because I feel like the creation of it is so weird. And I feel like you hardly know where these things come from. And it's, it's so much easier to do that, of course, but I just don't think it's one. I feel like it's not fair. And two, it just feels lazy to me. Well, so two things one morality is not like a huge part of like my judgment of of art either Uh, and honestly i don't think it's many people's i think 
or at least their morality that they judge on is inconsistent, right? I think that's pretty fair to say. But mostly, um, I think it is absolutely the the you know whoever's taking in the artwork, whether it be a play or a movie or a, a song or painting or whatever. Uh, it is the recipient of that work's right, a hundred percent, to have whatever thought they want to have about the work like you oh you, yeah of course you of course, forfeit of that right as a creator as soon as you put it out in the world to say oh yeah you can oh, yeah, or cannot yeah, yeah. experience it this way oh uh, no 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 yeah of course i mean yeah it goes without saying so like yeah. fairness and isn't an issue like you can't it isn't fair there's like, also by a, nature a different they, i think the reason why i am approaching this do they yeah know you're absolutely Christmas right that's, song? A, that's absolutely that's absolutely correct yeah yeah, yeah. The reason why I'm approaching this song in a different way than I'm approaching Baby It's Cold Outside is because Baby It's Cold Outside is not taking any moral stance and not yeah. making any moral claims. And do they know it's Christmas time is. Mm-hmm. So it's asking to be judged. Oh, it's, that's it's, it's asking yeah. to be it's entering into this world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Into, like, moral, so, into a moral territory. Yeah. So it's it's making claim it's making moral claims and it and it's coming for a thing. And I'm not like listen, I'm not trying to put this like I like the song. No, yeah. Know, I think it's a catchy song. I'm not trying to put it on blast. I just think it's fu- it it makes me laugh uh, in some ways as just like kind of a way a retrospective on how we view aid and like a lot of opinions of you know what Africa is like or the fact that like so many people it's also you know a it's maybe even more of a an educational type thing because there are people there are tons of people out there in the world that just think Africa is a country yeah uh, you know that like. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's one of those type of one of like those specific well, it's uh, like, I, examples I, of thing, and I don't think it needs to be canceled. I just think it's funny, and I think it's it's okay to talk about those things because it is taking I, a stand. I also would argue, I also think it works on a moral basis. This song, if you're going to take that argument, what do you mean? The the song works, or the yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah, a, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's a firm yay or nay of like 100%. I think it probably 80% does. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that because I, I think it works that way. I think the, I think the, the African audience... Christmas timeline is, 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 is definitely a bit fruity. Yeah. But I think it's intent. I think it's intention was, was just about it being nice when it's snowing, probably rather than saying, you know. Yeah. There won't be, some, you know, the, the, the alternative perspective. But, I think um, also it's intended to move an audience that. I think that the the thing that it illuminates is ne- maybe not even necessarily the song. It's illuminating the culture. It's it's illuminating the fact that so it's it's actually more of a an illumination on the culture as a whole instead of the song by itself as a this is something that would be motivational to raise money in, you know, the UK and America. Like this is something that like the western world, this is like basically everyone cuz like at the time this wasn't like everyone saying, you know, when this song came out, like, oh, what are they even talking about? Like, everyone was just like, oh, yeah, you know, people like my our dad's age or, yeah. you know, whenever. We're just like, oh, yeah, this is this is it. This is right. Mm-hmm. It's like that. I guess that's more of a thing. It's like I is it's just interesting to me to, like, look back and see. And I wonder what things from our lives were where our will, will our kids or grandkids be like, uh, huh? What? Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. No, I, mean, I, 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 I wonder about these things. I think partly one of my concerns about it is that so much of these debates, particularly on the internet, just feel like... Disingenuous, uh, clickbait. Well, like yeah, the disingenuous, woman who wrote that disingenuous. article about uh, how the, the Ariana Grande thank you next video was transphobic and uh that lady got fired and everybody dunked on it uh everybody like the 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 online publication basically just opened up like all op-eds uh and people just were just dunking on yeah but what smells really whiffy about it to me is that i think unfortunately i've currently come across as saying that i don't believe morality which isn't the case at all you know like i like firmly feel like i have I operate in the world on a, on a moral on a moral basis, but I think I'm just. But now we're like whittling through this chat a bit, sitting yeah. it down. I feel like I feel like what is more at stake is not about taking a moral position particularly. Like there's nothing wrong with taking a moral position or looking, but uh, like. But I think what I feel like I sniff out 
or what I feel like intuitively is like lurking around a lot of these outrage debates and these sort of clickbait articles. Partly it's like the way a lot of the press is structured now is obviously, you know, they're desperate for stories at all times and it's just, it's all done on the internet and they need those clicks. So, you know, headlines are written in that sort of way and people are sort of pitching stories on that basis because they want to want to pay the rent. And you know what I mean? It's like there's this sort of biases at play to seek out those forms of conflict because that's what's selling or people will click on. So there's that for one. But I think the second thing is like in terms of that morality, it's not so much morality is the issue. Like morality is no bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, goes without saying. It's like if we need some ethics. But it's more about that thing about it smells a lot of the time like positioning for a sense of power. You know, it feels sure. that sense of being like, which is where virtue signaling is all, when it's at its worst and most poisonous, that it's not actually about the virtue or the morals. It's about to be seen to be a person who exercises a power on morality. And that is really fucking weird. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. That for me, that for me is like stinks to high heaven. Yeah, and, I, I couldn't and, agree and more. And that's and that's where I think that's the flavor that you see. Like, more often than not, in fact, I mean, now I'm saying it out loud, it feels like nearly every time you come across any of these debates about anything that that is in fact only the only thing that's going on most of the time you know like when you actually engage with the tenor of a lot of the comments about things yeah. you're just it seems like these like like bunch of like you know kids on crack in a playground like hitting themselves over the head with a bible you know that they're just sort of this sort of mad incessant sort of sort of weird sort of like goggle-eyed positioning you know that it feels about who can be the biggest dick in the room you know it just seems completely bananas to me it never actually seems like it's to do with anything that they're actually talking about you know the flavor is just this sort of endless one-upmanship and and when that sort of endless one-upmanship comes involved with ideas like ethics and morality it's really weird and i just i find myself it makes my skin crawl actually is how it makes me feel but i won't let those yeah. people take away my right and desire to retroactively look at things because i like doing it it's yeah. fun for me. Well, and it, I think it's helpful too. And like, I don't know, because I, I, I'm with you. My my uh, natural reaction every time is going to be like, oh, okay, let's just like let's take it let's take it down a notch and relax. Because I I look at it kind of differently. That like at least in the pop culture, um, all the virtue signaling and like morality stuff, it seems to me pretty unrooted. Like there's there's no real. Um, consistent like base for it and that's obviously me coming from like a you know a, a christian background where like my i can tell you why i believe the things that are right are right and the things that are wrong are wrong and i feel like a lot of things out in the world it seems like uh it seems a lot like a you know kind of just a, a, a weather vane kind of just spinning around in the wind where it's like all right we care about this thing today but you won't mm. care about it again tomorrow. Like when, when you know, when Jay Z does it to Beyonce, you'll care. But when yeah. you know someone else does it to someone else that you, you know, and it, it just seems it seems really fickle a lot of times. Um, yeah. Which is why I pretty much keep it to like, um, you know, like bigger ideas of like, um, you know, things that have gone on consistently for a very, very long time that have been spun and over and covered over and, you know, like treatment of black and brown people in the United States in particular, the, you know, the uh, treatment of women in the United States in particular, um, you know, the, the way we view, I think that's like the, if we're going to get the moral things, like I think things like that song, like generalizations like that uh, do have a real, a real effect on people in the real world like we have our president saying shit like these people coming from shithole countries you know what i mean like that some of that stuff people being i don't told, know dude, does that but, but does that song really link to a negative of uh, i don't think it, i don't think it's direct. the african continent no but i think it i think it unfairly represents some of the more like positive aspects of certain African countries and things that get yeah. overlooked. Yeah, no, like, no, no, yes, no, because... mate, no, it do- no, it doesn't because it was so specifically related to, I mean, maybe it does, but but like in five, the lyrics, five, it... maybe it does like 5% Africa was snow, right? I mean, of course, you know, but like, well, I'm, most I'm more part, saying... I, I mean, con- that's why I'm saying context is so important that even with this song is that it was released very specifically to do with like an absolutely like yes. soul crushing, like disastrous famine that was going on in Ethiopia. Sure, but, but nobody knows say that, that today. They didn't. Yeah. Well, and they also that's they that's where Ethiopia. I'm saying the song wasn't very well written because they don't say that. They just say Africa. 
which, say nothing yeah, grows. In which, Africa. if I was go- if I was a teacher grading that paper, yeah, I'd yeah. say, well, you you misrepresented yeah, but dude, but this. It's not, but it's not a paper to be graded. Like it was but going it out. At the, but at the time, but Pete, but at the time, every single fucking human knew exactly what that song was about. But it's not exactly that time what anymore. It was doing it. And, so, yeah, I so, know that. But like, but to be saying that that song. Like has put that out, like a negative view of Africa out into the world. I just think it's nonsense. No, because... it's not putting it. No, but how it's not putting a negative view in, of Africa into the world. What it's saying is, in in what this is what I'm just telling you in like the from everything from like post 1990 to today, where there's no context for what the song was about. What it's saying is, there's a lot of poverty in Africa. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of like sadness and bad things going on there. That's not a that's there's nothing negative about what that's saying that's i mean yeah 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 hold on let me finish let me finish it's not saying that it's there's not saying any it's not making a negative claim about what about that that's bad it's not saying africa is bad it's i'm just saying that's another building block in other people take that and say oh they have all you know everything it's it's so sad there but there's so much crime and stuff like that it's the same thing with south america it's saying like Oh yeah, I mean, I, I get all these things are poor and stuff, but th- I mean, like, there's there's criminals in there, and we can't let them in. We can't let these people from shit old countries. They don't look at that. They don't even know how to run their country. Well, because all, they're you all mean, starving. You mean because people hear it today, basically. People are hearing it today out of context. Ergo, it's a problem. Well, it I I I, I could hear. I, I don't yeah. think that song has any effect on the world today. No, I think it probably had. The, uh, this is as generalized as I can possibly put it. It potentially had a uh, just like the effect of, of supporting people's already negative views of a place like the continent of Africa by by overgeneralizing and, in my opinion, just not writing a very great song, like not taking the time to to do the thing completely and do it right, because it just does say Africa. If you're writing a song about Ethiopia. And you only say Africa, you have made a mistake. You've done it wrong. It's like it's. It, it, I feel similarly. I I love Neil Young. I love Neil Young. He's one of my favorites of all time. He writes a lot of songs about the South. He does it poorly. Like the songs are okay, but the message he's sending is mostly a sort of. Um, it's kind of a condescension. Uh, con- yeah, it's like it's just not. Doesn't really do the work that I think he wanted to do because of whatever reason and i again i have some feelings about that but i still love neil young i think it's the same thing with this song is like they were trying to do something positive and and did do something positive i mean raising that money and what that's fantastic but the overgeneralization of the continent of africa while talking about the famine in ethiopia is to me just like a a little signal of like oh yeah we this is kind of just the way the world operates. We just kind of think they're all the same, and we're not that worried about getting it right. Of course, I guess one of the interesting questions would be was how was it received over there at the time? In Africa? I mean, how in, was that song Ethiopia? received at the time? At the uh, time, how oh, was that song received? It'd be interesting no, to know, wouldn't no, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, probably, I would assume pretty well, because, you know, I don't know. It's a catchy it. tune. It's got Bono on it. yeah. You know, like and maybe, uh, and they're probably not that. Uh, the arguably they probably had a bigger fish to fry at the time. You know, um, and it, with, with less concerned with those with the, these sort of those sort well, of details. Sure. Yeah, e- either. Well, yeah. I think you're probably right with the second one. Less concerned uh, with with things like that because I think culturally we just were a little bit more that way. Yeah, like you know, so that's that's what I'm saying is it's not like a oh my god this song is oh like. My from the devil and like all of them are racists for singing this song like that is not even close to what i'm saying i just upon looking at the lyrics and like being aware of them i was just like oh all right this isn't just isn't that great and like i'm just super not into this it's not the most nuanced take on the continent of Africa. We'll put it that <laughs> way. That's, that's what I'll say. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just, but it's a pop song. I mean, I, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. 
I mean, it just it just speaks. To, I mean, it just immediately get taken to sort of the larger contours of what's going on in like in the culture with how people are reacting to things retrospectively like this and sort of. It just, it, it just, oh, I just can't get. I don't know. I'm just. I guess my I thing is maybe should we write the, pop the, songs the, the, about the, the, about major tragedies? Like I don't know. I feel a bit weird about like all the country songs that came out after 9/11. Like they make me uncomfortable. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they because they, they, there's not much nuance in pop songs. Like, I, yeah. how would you feel if there was a pop song out in the world that exi- you know, like in the 1940s, if there was some big band song about the Holocaust? It's just like I don't know yeah. if this is something yeah. we need. Yeah, you're right. That's actually a pretty good. Like, <laughs> I'm like this, this doesn't although, feel like something we need. I guess, I guess again, it's like again, it's about the context, isn't it? It's like the context debate being, um, you know, it's not helpful now to hear something like that. But you know, I would always just say, well, I like, just look up the, what what was going on then, you know, and. Um, the existence of something that's why i think the sort of retrospective looking back in the concepts of now is like i always feel like it it gets very wishy-washy and you start to like uh, align something with the concepts when instead of what was actually happening at the time in terms yeah. of history Definitely. but 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 you know but i guess in terms of the, the specifics of, of the live age song it's like yeah writing a big band tune in the 40s about the holocaust just to release for you know put it in the charts would have been pretty weird but um in the same way the country songs about 9 11 obviously pretty weird I mean, I don't want to, you know, hey, free speech, man. You know, I'm a, you know, whatever. If you want to express it, the audience get the choice to tell you if it's shit or not. I guess, don't you? Yeah, like yeah. Pete said, it's not about fairness. Um, everyone will tell you how rubbish it is <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah. But I guess with Live Aid, um, I guess the difference was that it had a very specific drive yeah. to raise a huge amount of money to help. Totally. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's why this one is interesting to talk about. And like, that's why I've been thinking about it is because on one hand it definitely had a positive influence like physically but i'd think culturally I, actually I, I won't even say I that know. it affected anything i will just say it's representative i just it think it's worth looking into yeah. i just yeah I, I don't i can't point you to any data i just think it's interesting and i that, that's what i'm saying there's not like a big clamor out there for this song to be pulled off the airwaves that i'm aware of i haven't seen it i just think it's interesting not yet not yet we'll see once we'll i get- once i get done with it uh, please stay tuned next week to uh, the article that I'm going to be publishing. Is Little Drummer Boy speciesist? <laughs> uh, did the ox and lamb want to keep time? Yeah. Um, before- Do you know what the other thing? One final <laughs> thing I said about all this stuff, you know, I think there's a weird thing about it. I think one thing that I'm always reminded of is that I am, I think there's quite an important role. I don't think it's actually got anything to do with Live Aid particularly but just talking about the whole framework of the debate that I think there's something quite important about art that makes a point of provoking, you know, and that makes a point of engaging with things that people find open question marks, problematic and difficult, Um, you know, and, and, and taking particularly narrative drama, taking a position of, you know, I think there's a real position for devil's advocacy in, 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 um, you know, in looking at extreme positions and investigating those extreme modes of thoughts, um, you know, and seeing where those go, I think that's kind of vital in terms of, uh, you know, a healthy um, and broad artistic or even civil society that you're strong enough to be able to investigate those things. And um, there's definitely something I think that's emerging now, which is that positions of investigating, you know, morally dubious or negative positions whether intellectually or artistically speaking is just seen as bad in itself but I, I think there's a part of me which thinks that it's quite important that those um that those parts of like our collective minds or cultures are investigated you know and i think that's right. where i, I often find my, i think there's where there's part of me always slightly is reacting to a lot of the stuff on that basis that even if i watch a play which is about a misogynistic prick you know like you know, for example, there's a playwright called August Strindberg who people think is like a horrible misogynist, and um, arguably, probably, maybe he was, you know. And um, but there's a part, and he investigates some of those ideas in some of his plays. But sometimes I'm grateful to be watching them to be exposed to what that is, so I understand it in a funny sort of way. Do you know what I mean? So I know what it is I'm looking sure. at, or you know what? I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And but I think that that's a I guess to me also, and this might be. Uh, oh, I was just voicing being... like what I think where where my where I always feel like some of yeah. those things where my reactions bubble up from is that I feel like I think I can get a bit defensive about 
witnessing art which even i don't like partly because i feel like there's a value in the in the broadest exposure to it to be able sure, to know sure. what these things are and engage with them do you know what i mean and i think this is a little bit of me in my judgment of being like i, I think that's also a different uh, avenue than like this do you know the live aid song is like uh to what extent is it art also like you know like yeah. this is i mean i definitely am not someone like oh pop music isn't art but i, th- I definitely yeah. think it's a different there's there's a different approach to it there's a little bit less uh uh you know intentionality coming like, you know when you're when you're sitting down to write like uh miss new booty versus yeah. when you're sitting down to write you know bridge over troubled water or yeah. something like that like i think that there's like a uh yeah i don't know you know there there definitely is just a difference in like popular art versus like you know like, or like Tip- pop typically art. yeah typically. and also yeah. i feel typically. like it's just it's one of these things about the intensity of the outrage of these things that's partly why i feel like i don't yeah. get on is that i just feel like i want to constantly be making a plea for a like a flexibility you know um because it feels like there's literally no middle ground it's like it's not cool to be in the center ground anymore is it <laughs> you know it's like it's just like it's not cool man you'll be one of cool, man yeah, being yeah. a dickhead's cool. Um, well, and as we, we all know, it does it does snow in Africa, and it snows high up in many mountainous places in Africa. That's right. That's and all. That's all we're really trying to get it. Like <laughs> they got it. They got it wrong. <laughs> that's the only point I was trying to prove is that it does in fact snow in Africa. Yeah, sometimes. And there are there are some rivers there, yeah. and there are rivers yeah. and lakes. The, Denial ain't just a river in Africa. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and some oh. things grow too. Yeah couple you know people so animals um before we leave we promised our listeners last week and we normally break our promises but i'm yeah. not doing it this week where were, where were we all on y2k oh birmingham alabama you in my birmingham? basement with my cousins oh ma- but not like scary basement <laughs> i was like watching tv <laughs> oh you weren't like sitting around all your canned food preparing for the uh no preparing for the like Not i think my i, I think I, we turned me, off our apple II computer like oh i had one of those boy. like old 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 ones i think my my family was well my my dad was not convinced that the world was going to go computerless but my mom's side of the family was just like oh, yeah. all right it's about to happen well like, that's we have no idea yeah, same with like, my family my we dad's in, side was like yeah we're fine yeah mom's side was like oh, oh the no, aliens are coming they're coming they are here it's happening uh uh yeah so we were at uh we were in shelbyville tennessee oh yeah that's a good place for the apocalypse yeah getting prepared in case we needed Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. i don't know in case everything all the banks shoot the aliens yeah we had our like in marvelous miss Maisel had all the cash buried Mm -hmm. and treasure maps Mm -hmm. and all that stuff howell john what about yourself um i don't know yet wales skiing in africa you're in wales on Y2K, I'll be I'll be skiing in the in the snow. In <laughs> no, Africa. I was saying uh, you on Y2K on that. <laughs> yeah, he was on a ski trip in in Africa. In Africa, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, where was I on Y2K? I yeah. was um, on the, I was on the top of a. Uh, in fact, as the bell struck twelve, I was in the Golden Lion Pub in Newport, Pembrokeshire. And then um, you would I have had no idea if everything had shut down there because I feel <laughs> no, I, literally I feel like no they, idea. They, they still use candlelight there. Yeah, yeah, literally. I had no, we had no idea anything because I was too fucking drunk. Um, I uh, and then we climbed up the mountain and saw the sunrise. We saw the Millennium Sunrise from the top of the Is mountain. This the the Mount, from Mount Mo- Angeles or whatever. Uh, oh, hold on. Yeah, Carnangley. 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 Excellent. Well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty splendid actually. We saw this. We saw the sun explode across the uh, across the sky on on Millennium morning. And you it watched all the computers awesome. explode In from the atop the mountain. Beep, all those all those deep sea microchips they they had in the in like you know the transcontinental lines they couldn't they couldn't update those I, that's why they, and they were all gonna I still you know, don't understand where out. that came from like I understand what they said was gonna happen but why did they think I that think that's someone wrote I think some computer programmer wrote an article like and then this like, was like probably one of the first viral things yeah. that ever happened like you know in proto internet they're like the internet's gonna go away and this it's kind of also funny in 1999 thinking just about like oh, where shoot. am i gonna order my books from yeah. if amazon.com goes down where that's the gonna... only place that that's the only thing they do right now Candy is books stand.com. yeah like what happens if geocities goes away <laughs> ask jeeves <laughs> oh, how can i not what if i can't ask jeeves yeah, the internet was pretty inconsequential yeah. in 1999. <laughs> Didn't have a big effect uh, on our lives. 
if that were to happen like right now, I'd just be like, oh, well, I'm not going to work today because everyone's dead. Yeah, because <laughs> like the subways aren't going to work. Oh, oh man. Well, well, what? Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody! It's about to be New Year's. The next time you hear our voices, it'll be two thousand, the year of our Lord, two thousand nineteen. Unknown Domini. Unknown Domini. Two thousand nineteen. That sounds kind of futury. Yeah. But the real future is 2020. That's when we're really yeah. in the future. 2020. Mm-hmm. 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 Sorry for 2004. Yeah. So that's the last year thing I have to say. Yeah. How? Mm. You got, anything, you got any final thoughts? No, no. I was um just uh I was just musing to myself about um. Uh, it was I'm just it was just really useful actually to sort of um, talk around all those themes again we have done in the past and um, yeah, I sometimes something off and think about uh, just you know I, I'm not going to get into it. obviously we've just spoken about it at great length but I was just, I literally just got lost in thought for a moment thinking about um, all that stuff it's often in my mind you know mm. doing create creative writing work and um, and I, all I think will end with this is that having said all of that <laughs> everything that was said in that episode. You know, I still just end up. I always walk away from these conversations just thinking, essentially thinking the same thing, which is always just like, it's going to sound really generalized in itself, you know, but it's just like, you know, I always end up walking away going, I just like, I don't know how to account for half the stuff that I write, you know, and that, and that creative work and creativity is intensely strange and people are weird and strange and complex and odd, you know, and I mean, maybe I'm really simple, but, you know, I ended up walking away from these chats always feeling like I've never quite managed to capture that. Yeah, I don't you know that, that that thing. You know what I mean. I think in a funny sort of way, these things almost resist, sort yeah. of, they resist sort of analysis and theory in a funny sort of way. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's just something bigger at play. Yeah, going yeah. on. I, I think with a lot agree. of that stuff. And I, yeah. I think that's I think that's the best way to be. I think if you feel one way or the other too strongly, then you probably got it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the only thing I feel strongly about is may, is maybe that. Yeah. I think that's probably where the strength yeah. of my feeling comes from. Is that sense of like I'm gonna sound like a I'm gonna sound like a crunchy wookie hippie suddenly, but I think if I uh, if uh, if I if I feel defensive about anything, it's probably a sort of rather weird conviction I have that I think all people, like all humans, I'll say for that matter, like um, uh, have uh, I think have a sort of inc- an incredibly sort of an incredible breadth. Um, inside them, maybe broader than than most people think they have, you know. Mm. And um, and that's always where I feel like I end up getting to um, that, uh, you know, when it comes to sort of these ideas of like the the possibilities of art and imagination and stuff like that. You know, that's where I think I always, I think that's my root place of of what, of what I want to sort of cheer from the rooftops about or defend at least, you know, to the barricades. Those the, 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 rule, the breadth of those possibilities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rule. 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 Uh, well, fireescapepod at gmail.com, at fireescapepod, at Colter Levi, at buttermilk, buttermilk underscore Pete. Can't find how. Uh, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe, rate and review, all the same things. And you are hearing the Lowland Home Christmas album. Check it out on all the things. Wait. we got i mean the beer we got drank pretty good don't it right now switch your family to t-mobile and get four lines for 25 dollars a line with auto pay and 5g access included on america's largest 5g network so don't wait get unlimited and nationwide 5g access for the whole family for just 25 dollars a line visit a t-mobile store or t-mobile.com today Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with auto pay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.